Welcome to Australian Football Manager, the podcast for the footy fans. My name is Josh Rogers and I'm very excited to bring you this very first podcast. In the very first episode, I thought it'd be a good opportunity to talk a little bit about AFM, Australian Football Manager, and also to provide my Supercoach team reveal. So let's get started. Okay, so the big question, what is going on with Australian Football Manager? For those wondering what is happening with the game, it's still in development. I know it's felt like forever. I originally set up this game with a crowdfunding campaign for the fans to follow along right from the start. That was a good and bad idea. Um, The idea behind it was that um, the fans could join me in the journey right from the start and we and we could develop a game that we all wanted to play rather than having, uh, rather than for the fans to having to sit back and, and see a game that's already near completion. So the idea was that we could all brainstorm on it in the, in the forum and that sort of thing, and then we could um, actually create a good footy game. It didn't have a lot of support. It had a little bit, but um, I was hoping for a few hundred fans to get involved, and I think I only had about 50, and only some of them not even many of them backed so it was very hard from the start to um, actually get some money behind it so I've had to I had to go back to the drawing board a little bit in terms of trying to fund it myself which has caused some delays but um, yeah I'm getting there life gets in the way a little bit uh, just with the mortgage and and that sort of stuff and day job but I've really appreciated the um, the help that I've had just from some of the the people that have contributed their time it's been really good so there's some really cool people the development that I've had along the way does stall at times. The The person that I'm working with, he gets overloaded with his day job, as do I, and life can get in the way a little bit, which um, which is why I created the crowdfund campaign in the first place, to try and fast track that quicker, but that's okay. It's always good to put your product out there to gauge whether there's a want for that type of product and, to, and just to see if people would want to play it. But bear with me, the game's still happening. I'm still working hard in the background and I'm aiming for a 2017 release, even if it's just a soft release at first, but then we can gauge as to how many people join, how many people like it. I'll set up a channel where people can provide feedback on uh, what they think's good about the game, what, what could be improved and um, what, what direction people would like to see it go in. For example, uh, the AFL Evolution game looks pretty exciting and the 3D simulation stuff might be something that we could do too. If you'd like to get involved in the project, please feel free to contact me. I've had some great support along the way and I've met some really awesome people so far. So hit me up on Twitter. Um, My handle is at thejoshrogers. There's a website, australianfootballmanager.com. There's Facebook and all that sort of stuff, which I'll talk about at the end of the podcast. Okay, so let's talk about Supercoach and do the team reveal. And we'll try and keep this short for the listeners. Okay, let's get into my defensive line. I'll start with uh, uh, my D1, and we'll go from there. So at D1, I've got Taylor Adams, 527,000. I think he's good value. Uh, He's got some respectable scores uh, from the JLT series. He scored um, where his first game was a did not play. Then he got a 99 and an 84 super coach in the JLT. So he's a safe player there. So at D1, it's Taylor Adams. I'll try and fly through these fairly quick. Uh, D2, Jake Lloyd, 460,000. He scored a did not play, 113 and 95. So he looks the good in what should be another good use for the Swans. 
Uh, D3 is Zach Tui, 443,000. Uh, 100, he scored 127, 130, and 76. So he should be a boom recruit for Geelong, and um, I believe he could almost be trade of the year. I think that's how big, big of an impact he'll have at the Cats. And, um, yeah, I think the Cats have picked up a steal there. And uh, the next one, moving along, is Callum Mills, 420,000. He, uh, he looks good for the Swans. He scored a 111 did not play, and then an 89. So looks he looks safe. He's, he's fairly young, but, um, yeah, he looks the good. He's, it's going to be a real talent and someone that I'll probably put um, fairly high in Australian Football Manager. Um, Caleb Marchbank, he's my next ruck. Um, he's he's still on the field. Uh, 236000 Um So he's a mid-pricer. Um, he was a little bit of a risk earlier on in the pre-season for me uh i did keep an eye on him um as a key defender it's always hard to get involved with key defenders but he scored an 85 and 86 and 76 so and he played quite well uh last night the versus richmond round one and uh he was yeah he's he played well for a side that was under fire so the ball was coming down quite a lot he was, he was stuck at center back and he scored an impressive 97 with 19 disposals 15 kicks Eight marks, two tackles, and he looked like a solid pick there. So I'm pretty happy with that. Um, I'm, I'm just wrapped that I backed my gut and it turned out for the best in that match. Uh, the next one on my bench, I think everyone in Australia would have this fella, Kirtley Hampton, 160,000. Uh, 160, he scored a 66, a 90, and a 108. I think he'll be safe and he'll make everyone a lot of money. Uh, moving along, another moneymaker, and he hasn't played for three years almost, but it's Andy Otten, 123,000. Uh, he scored an 80, 98, and 78. Um, and my other last uh, defensive player is um, Mitch Hibbard, um, young, young Hibbard from North Melbourne, 123,000. Um, he didn't have an impressive JLT. But he was named uh, in the teams this week, so he should make some good money throughout the season. So stick with him, I believe. Uh, Ruckman. So uh, there was a lot of debate over the preseason as to whether you go with Gorn, Goldstein, Grundy, um, Nankovis or Ryder. Uh, there's a lot of debate whether you get the Sandy Nankovis duo for only 600000 and then you've got some cash, but I went with something different. I went with Grundy, uh, 520000 He He scored a, a did-not-play, a 63 and a 99. I didn't take the punt on Gorn. I thought I will save a little bit of cash and get very similar scoring. I think you can get Gorn later. I think he will de- depreciate a little because um, it'll be very whole, hard for Gorn to keep that price range. So I think you could upgrade him later on. My R2 is Nankovis. I think everyone would have him. He looked really good in the JLTs. He's 366,000. He scored an 89, an 89, and a 127. And uh, he looked really good. Interestingly, he was number ninth out of 609 players in the overall JLT scoring. So... It shows that he was right up there in terms of scoring, and that's pretty impressive for a ruckman. R3 
the emergency. Uh, a lot of people were going with Wits here, but I thought I'll save a little bit more money, and I went with Pruce from North Melbourne, 123,000. And he scored all right. He scored 70, 95, and a 45. So that 70 and 95 is not too bad, and he's been named this week. So he could make us some money. I, I wasn't really expecting to make any money out of backup Ruckman and things like that. I don't normally burn trades on Ruckman, but you never know. He might be good. So I'll dive into the mids. So I've started with a, a premium in Trelaw, 605,000. Looks the goods. I think he'll get even better at Collingwood, and I really rated him at GWS anyway. And um, he scored a did not play, a 127 and a 105. So I think he's a safe bet. Um, the next one is another big name, coming back from injury, Nat Fife, Fifi, 573,000. Uh, he scored a 93, a 72, and a massive 176. Interestingly, he was number two out of 609 players in the overall JLT scoring with 341 points. So, yeah, that shows how good a preseason he had. So I think he's a good safe bet there. I think he'll have another good year. My next one is out at M3, is Heppel, uh, 513,000. He's been in the wilderness for a year. I think he's good value. Like I think he can really lift, and he's still quite young. He scored an, It took him a while to get going in the JLT. He, he did look a little bit rusty, but he still scored an 82. He got a did not play, and then a 76. So I think he'll, I think he'll come good, especially given the captaincy. Um, my next one's an interesting one for some. Uh, it's Matt Crouch, 504,000. He scored an 111, a 92, and a 91. I think it's good value, 504,000 for that type of output. And he might be a point of difference. Uh, okay, my next one, Dane Beams, 432,000. He's a lot cheaper because he's been in the wilderness with his injury. But I think he can really, he looked really good in the uh, preseason. And uh, my brother and I, we went to the uh, the JLT game, the Adelaide versus Brisbane game, and he looked good in in that match there. So he scored 105, I did not play, and then 114 in the match that I went to. Uh, my next mid is O'Meara, 318,000. Another one that's been in the wilderness from injury, and I think uh, he will return to form. And um, he, I think he'll be a massive recruit for Hawthorne. He scored a 90, a 93, and a 44. In those first two games, he looked, he looked premium. So uh, stick with him. I think a lot of people will have him, but I think he'll make a lot of money, and he might even end up just being a keeper. Uh, next one is uh, Gold Coast David Swallow, uh, 280,000. Uh, he scored a 68 and an 80 and an 82. So I think he'll be pretty safe, and um, for 280,000, he'll make some good money, even if you don't want to keep him. Uh, my next one is Sam Powell Pepper. He is only 135,000, so that's dirt cheap. I think Port will play him. Port might have a tough year this year, so I think Ken Hinckley might play some of these kids. He scored a 56, an 82, and a 71. So there's a couple of good scores there. On my bench, I've got Ainsworth from Gold Coast, 198,000. So it's a little bit bit of money to be sitting on your bench. But um, from all reports, he's going to play, and he'll play a fair bit this season. So 
uh, yeah, just I'm, I'm going to stick with him. We'll see how it goes, and fingers crossed he can make us some money. He scored a did not play, a 23, and then a 72. So his last one looked good. So, yeah, we'll see how we go. Um, Young Barrett from Brisbane, 127,000. Another cheapie. Hopefully a good cash cow. He scored an 85, a 37, and a 47. So there's one good score in there out of the three. And uh, Young Pickett from Carlton, cousin of Byron, um, 123,000. Uh, he scored a 26, a 41, so nothing flash. But then he finished with an 86, so um, that was impressive. So that was enough for, for me to sign him on. And, uh, yeah, let's jump into the forwards. Okay, so we have... Um, at F1, I've got Lukey Dowhouse, 520,000. Um, he scored a, did not play, an 89 and 143. So he finished really strong. I think he might have a really good start to the year. F2 is another Western Bulldog in McRae. Uh, 511,000. He scored an 88, a 96 and a 60. So he does look good. F3 is young Toby Green. 492,000, so he's a little bit less than that top tier, but I I think you, I think GWS could go on to win this whole thing, so I think that might be a high-scoring team. And he was All-Australian last year, so there's no reason why he can't back that up. Uh, he scored a did-not-play, 155, awesome effort, and an 82. My next one is another one that's been in the wilderness for different reasons. Jared Ruffhead, 367,000. He scored a 95, a 76, and a 63. So I really like the look of him. Don't know if you'd keep him all year. It's an awkward price, but fingers crossed with the captaincy and the leadership role, I think he might just really grab this season and do something with it. Another one is young Jack Steele, 347,000. Scored a 50, a 155, and a 114. So finished really strong. And a few cash cows here. So I've got Brett Eddy, who I think everyone will have. He's only 102,000, so that's really cheap. He scored a 33, 104, and a 40. And um, he's been named for Port, so he should make us plenty. Another one, GWS, Tim Taranto. A little bit of money to be sitting on the bench. 207,000, but he did score a 97, a 76, and another 97. So that was impressive. And just looking through the numbers, he was 28th overall, 28th out of 609 players in the JLT uh, scoring. So that's not bad for a potential cash cow to be scoring that highly. Um, and my last one is Taylor Miles, 123,000. He scored a 46, 55, and 58. Nothing big there, but at least he's playing, and he's been named, and I heard Luke Hodge was talking him up. So for leaders like that to be talking him up, yeah, he, I think he'll make us some money. There it is. That's my Supercoach team reveal. Um, earlier today, I was able to catch up with my brother Nathan via Skype, who is also a footy diehard tragic, and he was able to reveal his team for this podcast. Okay, with me I have Nathan Rogers, my brother. Uh, welcome, Nath. G'day, Josh. How are you? Yeah, good. 
thank you for joining us tonight on the podcast. No worries. Um, so I guess tonight I've given you a call to find out whether you're keen to reveal your Supercoach team and how's it, how's it looking so far? Yeah, not off to a good start. I didn't start too well Thursday night when I had Jared Pickett on the bench. Um, I mean, on the field when he was meant to be on the bench. Yeah. But I, I noticed that after the game thinking I was off to a good start until I saw that. But nah, apart from that, it's looking all right. I haven't done super coach in years, so yeah, looking to get back into it again. Yeah, the Jared Pickett one really threw me off as well last night. He... He had one good score in the JLT, and um, yeah, he had a 86 in his last game, and he only scored a 28 last night, so that was not good. So yeah, I don't know if he's going to make as much money. Yeah, to be honest, I didn't have him in my team until until teams were announced, and I thought, yeah, actually, I I like to go safe and just pick the ones that are starting round one, like yeah. and because Carlton. I don't think that'll be too great. I thought, well, he'll get games, so he doesn't have to make. I uh, put up huge scores at the start, but yeah. I probably hope for more than twenty-eight every week. Yeah. <laughs> he won't make as much money. Yeah, that right. It'd take a couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sure. So, um, did we want to dive into it? Um, we'll start yep. with defence, and no worries, yep. I'll let you take the reins. Go for it. All right. Uh, um, in my defence, I got Doherty. My Highest defender, nice. I reckon he'll be he's super consistent. So, yeah, should be a good, safe leave all year option. Mm-hmm. Same with Taylor Adams. I think he did pretty well tonight. I didn't get to catch the game, but uh, I think I, I had a quick look at the scores and I think he did pretty well. So, that's a good pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zach Tui, I think a lot have him because just to have how he looked in the JLT, he looked really good and Geelong looked to use him, I think. So, he could be pretty much the new Pierce Hanley, I reckon, when Hanley... Yeah, that's that true. ...sweeping yeah. roll off the back flank. Yeah, he um, Yeah, another one I've got is Collar Jasney. I think he was he's 375,000, and he's a bit risky because last year he didn't have the greatest of years, but yeah. I think he had a couple of real random injuries, so... Yeah, that's that a good one. I like... That's quite unique, too. Could yeah, and he's not too... Difference. Yeah, he's not too dear, so I thought make a little bit of money and I'm banking on him to have a pretty good year. Got him pretty early in our keeper league draft, I think. So Yep. Yeah, yeah. I need him to do pretty well. Yeah, KK looks good. Yep. And then um I've got Marchbank on the field. I think he's he's already off to a good start, so that's mm-hmm. should be a good money maker there. Yep. And I've got Kirtley Hampton. As a Crows fan, I, I like the look of him. I, at the start of the JLT, I thought, yeah, Hampton won't really do much, but he quite surprised me. So, yeah, I, I think he surprised everyone, didn't he? Yeah, came out of nowhere. He looked pretty good, so I'm hoping he'll play for Crows' sake and my Supercoach team's yeah. sake. I think he's been named in the team, so I think we'll yep. see him on Sunday. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully he does well mm-hmm. against his old side. But uh, yeah, on the bench, I've got Mitch Hibbard from North. Mm-hmm. One twenty-three thousand. That's a good one. Yeah, had a had one good game in the JLT where he reckon he sort of cemented his spot with that. So should be a good money maker. And also Tom Stewart from Geelong. Oh yeah, yep. He I had, didn't have him. He had a couple of good games. I got some stats here with him. He, in the JLT, 
he had he had a couple of quiet games, 57 and 48, but one game he looked really good where he got 85 of 84% game time. So, and he's named round one, so that's good good sign. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, my midfield. I've got our Trelaw. I didn't go with Danger. I just thought that's a lot of money, and if he has a couple of poor games, and he's yeah. going to drop a lot. So I'm banking on that at the start. But yeah. yeah, I think you can get Danger later as an upgrade target. When he'll, yeah, him he's... and Gorn will come down a bit, I think, this year. Yeah, and, I think. Um, you can get on them later. Yeah, if you get danger from the start, there's a captain option, so it's not mm. silly. I reckon Trelaw will just be my captain option. I reckon he'll have a great year. Yep. Take the reins of the new fantasy stud, I reckon. Yeah, I hope so too. I think you'll have a and, good year. Yeah, and also I reckon Tom Mitchell will. He's my second mid. Ooh, yep. I reckon, yeah. I reckon that's why they got Mitchell from Sydney, just to get the ball pretty much for us at Sydney. Longmire had a few issues with him for some reason. But yeah. yeah so He's always he, wearing that vest, wasn't he? Anymore, so that's mm. good. Yeah. I reckon he'll ton up every week. Uh, mid three, I've got Heppel. I think we've got almost the same mids, but um, sure. with a few nice price mid... Oh, I guess they're mid prices, 5 13000 Heppel is just cheaper than all the other guns, so I thought that could be a good moneymaker, but also a solid scorer, mm-hmm. along with Matty Crouch from the Crows. Yep, another good one. Yep, he just finds heaps of it. And same as Beams, he looked great in the JLT. So I've got him, good moneymaker. Sure. And, yeah, and also O'Meara, nice and cheap, yep. gun. David Swallow. Yeah, another good moneymaker, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. I think, um, think I've got the same line as you with and Power Pepper on the field as well. Mm-hmm. The little ball. Yep. I love him. So I put him on the field. And then on my bench, I've got Jack Bowes, 171,000. I don't have him. I, yep, that's a good cool Yeah, one. I like the look of him. So, And Oliver Florent from Sydney. Mm-hmm. Don't know about that. It's be hard to stay on that Sydney team, but he's yeah. all right and his name, so that's good. Yeah, he has good endurance, so it wouldn't surprise me if they gave him a taste. I don't know if he can make you too much money, but fingers crossed. Yeah, possible. hopefully he just keeps playing and that's yeah. all I that's yeah, all you need. That, and uh, Jakey Barrett from Brisbane, really nice. like the look of him, yeah. One of the JLT games, I think he got 85, 60. Uh, yeah, he got 70. an 85, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Looked really good, though, he's... I reckon he'll be a good player for them. So, yeah, I've got him as a moneymaker as well on the bench. And if Power Pepper doesn't score well, then hopefully one of them other three guys will... Yeah, you just switch them around. Just, yeah, rotate them, whoever's in good form, and and probably get a 28 like Pickett every week. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm still mad at that. Anyway, <laughs> my rucks. I got Grundy. I had Gone, but yeah. Grundy's a bit cheaper, and I just think... Number one ruck at Collingwood, he'll have a great year. So he ended the year really well last year. So I think he'll carry over and he'll. I'm not sure how he went tonight. Didn't I forgot how he forgot to look at his score, but I think he did pretty well. Mm-hmm. And uh, Nankovis, I've got yeah. Yeah, the big Nank. Yep. Yeah, almost everyone has him probably, but good, great money maker. And the bench, I've got that Proust from North. Yep. He's already named, so that's a. 
good sign to make money or even just hopefully plug in if someone's injured. Yeah. injured in the like two, two good scores out of three. You got a 70 and a 95 and then a 45. So Press could make you some money. Yeah, he looks pretty fit too. He looked, he was a bull out there. So yeah. Yeah. Um, my Fords, I've got McRae. Yep. Um, yeah, just gun. Leave him all year, hopefully. And uh, Tom Lynch from Gold Coast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love big Tommy Lynch, so I reckon he'll have a great year after pretty much breaking out last year, but I reckon he can go even better and just really get some big numbers this year. Along with Jack Billings, I've got him as well, 407,000. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think he'll... One of them games in the JLT, he got... I think he got 132 of 76% game time and just think that was a sign. He looks premium, doesn't he? Yeah, he'll be a gun. Yeah, he'll be good. And uh, also, I reckon uh, Petrarca will be good too. I've got him. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah, 395,000. Could be a bit risky. I reckon I might have fallen into the uh, JLT performance. He did really well in one of the games and kicked, kicked a bag. Mm. But I reckon, yeah, he should be a good pick. Yeah. You have to be yeah. careful with JLT, but Petrarca looks he, he looks the good. Uh, yeah, he'll be yeah. a gun one day, but yeah, I'm not sure. Whether it's this year. One year too early. Yeah. Yep. But, and Big Rough. Yep. It's a good price for a gun player, I reckon. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And, um, yeah, and then, as I said, Jared Pickett. And, yep. and then on the bench, I've got uh, Brett Eddy. I think a lot would have yeah. him. 102,000, good value. Yeah, had a kicked a bag. I think he kicked four or five in one of them. So mm-hmm. that's yeah, good sign. And uh, also Dan Houston from Port as well. Oh, yeah, hundred seventy one thousand. Yeah, had a couple of good scores. He got sixty of sixty two percent game time and an eighty one of seventy nine. Mm-hmm. Average sixty of seventy three percent game time. So that's good enough for a rookie. Yeah, he might go right. Um, he's named as a forward and super coach, but I think Hinkley will play him play him as a defender, but. We'll see how we go. He might even get a position change in ultimate. Yeah, he, yeah, he was. I read that he was a uh, rebounding defender, but then they were using him rotating out forward. So yeah, that's a good sign if you can play in a few positions. And Hinkley would like that. So yeah, yeah, can some games and make some money. Hopefully, nice. Yeah, I've, you've got some good cash cows there and some really good premiums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm quite happy with it. See how we go. I always seem to like my team at the start and then quickly rank 10,000 after a couple of rounds. And <laughs> shit. <all> right. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. Yeah. Yeah, well, thanks for revealing your team. And That's uh, all right. Yeah. And uh, thanks for joining me tonight. And um, we'll keep in touch throughout the season and we'll check in you. and we'll see how we're going. Yep, no worries. Good luck with AFM too. Yeah, thank you. No worries. Cool. See you, mate. See you, Josh. Bye. Well, that's everything for this podcast. I wanted to try and keep it fairly short. If you'd like to follow along with AFM, um, you can hit me up on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Australian Football Manager or follow along with the game on Twitter. Um, I really like Twitter. Um, I just find it fun to use. At Manager, or you can follow me on Twitter as well at the Josh Rogers. And you can also find Nathan on Twitter at NathanRodg3. So there it is. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll catch you next time. Mm-hmm.